0: Welcome to Three Point Landing, where we talk about movies, games, and TV shows. Brought to you by Big Baby Studios. I'm Misha. I'm Matthew. And today, we are going to continue on something we talked about last week. We discussed how it's weird that we don't see anything new from the MCU, or at least we haven't, um, because of the ongoing pandemic. Um, building on that, I guess, um, it's fun to point out that an area that the MCU was not dominant in for the longest time or Marvel in general was things like animation and video
1: games. Um, wh- what do you say about that? Well, um, yeah, actually I- I'm glad you brought up the MCU as a context for, my favorite thing, the video games, because mm-hmm. uh, it's, but it was weird about the whole duration of that era of, of, of Marvel movies is that there mm-hmm. weren't many big video games to accompany it. You remember the, the good old days of like the PlayStation two and Xbox, where every time a big movie came out, there was always a mediocre video game to go with it. You know, like a Batman begins and another and a mediocre video game, uh, a Superman returns and a mediocre video game like that barely happened with the Marvel Universe. You know, just I think there was just two games for that. It was like the Captain America video game and an the Iron Man video game. And a Thor video game. They did a Thor video game.
0: Right. I remember try I remember trying out the Captain America and the Iron Man video games on the Xbox and Xbox three sixty. Sorry. And they were just painful. They were the kind of things that you would download for free on your mobile now.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> they, were really <laughs> <laughs> they were really
0: bad. They were really bad. But all of that changed. I mean, on the DC side, you know, because they had the whole Arkham Asylum series. uh, It just seemed for the longest time that Marvel would not be able to catch up. And Mm. all of that changed, thank goodness, in 2018 with with Spider-Man. That was just, wow. That just changed everything.
1: Yeah, the funny thing about the Spider-Man, the success of... The, the great Spider Man game that we're talking about, uh, the, the success of that is that it's not exactly unprecedented before. Marvel is capable of you know finding partners in the in the wild world of video games to make great video games. So mm. you know as a great as, a, as an incredible phenomenal like experience that the Spider Man game is. It's not it's not like it came from nowhere.
0: Fair enough, but I just wanted to point it out because it says a lot about the quality of that game that its follow-up, whether it's a actual sequel or a glorified DLC, I mean, the jury's still out on that, the next entry is going to be a launch title for the PS5. And I think that is a big deal.
1: Yeah. Uh, you're talking about Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales, right?
0: Right, right. Don't get me wrong. I love... Uh, I mean, don't misunderstand. I am genuinely excited for that. I'm. I am just a little iffy because of some of the conflicting statements that they've made about whether or not it's a full standalone title, whether it's, um, it's, it's, it's uh, an add-on to the eventual remaster that's coming out. Uh, wh-
1: wh- what do you think? Thankfully, you have me here to talk about the video games and clarify these things for you. <laughs> 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 now, okay. Sp- Spider-Man Miles Morales is a standalone story That is a $40 experience, meaning it's going to be, it's going to cost less. It's going to be smaller than a full bodied Spider Man experience. Still sounds like a DLC to me. uh, The closest analogy, the closest video game analogy to that would be a game like Uncharted Lost Legacy or um, Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry, in which the game wasn't necessarily like just mere DLC because it has all the features and all the, you know, Resources and assets of the games that preceded it, but they didn't feel like they were fully developed enough to justify, like, there isn't enough new technology and new, like, uh, stuff in it to justify charging people $60. And- right they couldn't really make sell it as DLC either because can you imagine, can you imagine you're like going to get the DLC to Uncharted 4 and they tell you, all right, we're going to make Lost Legacy a DLC. Be prepared to download 50 gigabytes. Right, right, right. I got it. Yeah. So they got to sell that thing on disc. But anyway, yeah. So uh, getting back on topic, Miles Morales, like uh, it's going to be that kind of thing. And I think the reason why they're, they're pushing this as a standalone DLC thing is so that they can well, first, brand to separate the inevitable Spider-Man 2 from this, but also sort of like showcase what's going to happen on the PlayStation 5 without having to go through that laborious production cycle that would make them release this game way past the PlayStation 5's launch date. That's true. That's true. But
0: um, I think that, I mean, yes, that's valid, but it also feels like they're just pushing this miles morales thing because they didn't
1: have a full-blown sequel to show yet absolutely i mean you say okay i i know you're saying that as a criticism but i i take that to be as a wise decision because i'd rather you know if 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 sony and, and insomniac games really want to put new product out there it would do us all a disservice if they were to make compromises just to make a Spider-Man to meet release No, the I I, I agree day. with
0: you, but I think that I think that's exactly the reason that it shouldn't be a launch title oh, because oh. I, I think it's kind of a bait and switch. You know, people are gonna go into it because they remember the the original, the first one, but what they're actually getting is essentially you know a stopgap. Yeah, yeah, that's oh. that's fair. But um, on the other hand, this is a this is leaps and bounds above the Marvel video games of yesteryear. So yeah. I think at this point I'll take what I can get. <laughs> um, well,
1: you
0: know. Yeah. No, I was just I was just gonna say like, do, do you remember what your first Marvel video game was?
1: Uh, it. Well, if we're gonna go with first, if we're gonna go with first, <laughs> oh my God, we're gonna go travel back in time to the to the nineteen eighties and go we're gonna talk it. about. We're going to talk about the game uh, Captain America and Spider-Man in Dr. Doom's Revenge <laughs> for the Atari Amiga Commodore 64 and PC, IBM PC.
0: <laughs> what the actual hell? <laughs>
1: uh, I- uh, it, uh, it, it, Spider-Man and Captain America team up and they engage in side-scrolling battles against uh, various villains, including my favorite, Batrock the Leaper, Eduardo Lobo, the, uh, the Grey Gargoyle, <laughs> <laughs>
0: what the Oh man, I knew you were old. I didn't know you were ancient. <laughs> no, okay, okay and, you know. Absolute truth, okay? I I have never even handled an Atari in my life.
1: I, I just have to tell you, you know, when you ask me you have to you should know already by now and when you ask me any question that says your first blah blah blah, you are entering dangerous territory. You are entering prehistoric territory. <laughs>
0: Okay, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um <laughs> Damn. Okay. My first my first Marvel game was also a Spider-Man title, funnily enough. It was enough. Spider-Man 3 Invasion of the Spider Slayers on the Game
1: Boy. Ooh. Oh yeah. You know <laughs> okay. it, you know it's you know it's serious business because there's a number there, right? Spider-Man. Yeah I 3. know, right? That means there Back- are two you know, there are two others that came before. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Spider-Man Three: Invasion of the Spider-Slayers was not the best game, okay. But the fact that it had like Bagley art on the front, you know that that on the on the cover art, it had Mark a Mark, Mark Bagley artwork. Um, who would eventually go on to do Ultimate Spider-Man. I think that just made it all seem so much bigger than it actually was, as it was the case back in those days. Back in those days, the cover art would be enough to sell the title, even if the title itself was garbage. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And what I remember most about this one was, um, this game was the epitome of that trope that I told you, that I mentioned to you before, where as long as you beat the boss, as long as the boss is dead before you fall off the roof and die, You win the game anyway (laughs) because of the way they were programmed back in the days. You know, as long as the boss dies a split second before you do, you're good.
1: As long as as the game recognizes that the boss died and then says, you win, right before it it dawns on its little AI brain, wait a minute, (laughs) (laughs) and the the credits start rolling.
0: Whatever passed for AI back then, but yeah, yeah I mean,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just hilarious. Um, the, the that was like one of it wasn't even my Game Boy. Okay, it was my brother's Game Boy, and that was one of the titles that he chose when mm. when when he when he got the thing because uh you know it was given to him as a gift, the Game Boy and the games, and I th- I think that was like one or two, one of two cartridges that he picked up. So <laughs> we we put inordinate. an an inordinate number of hours into that. Mm -mm. After that, the one that stands out for me was um, X-Men on the Mega Drive, on the Genesis, the Sega Genesis. And that one... Which one one is that one? That's the one where you can do two-player co-op, except Uh... that the mutant powers, as they were back in the day, were extremely limited. Like, leaving Wolverine's claws out drains his health, that kind of thing.
1: Mm. Drains his uh, his mutant health bar. That makes absolutely no sense.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't. And, and the crazy thing is, we could never finish it because we didn't have my brother and I. We did not have uh, a Sega Mega Drive or a Genesis in the traditional sense. We had this limited edition console that was made for Japan Airlines, the Sega Mega Jet.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Uh, wow, uh, this is amazing. So there is a console that's designed exclusively for a fucking airplane? Yes, yes it was.
0: Um, it looked like, okay, you know what a Sega Nomad looked like or a Game Gear, right? I I, I don't, but I'm learning many
1: new things today.
0: <laughs> you don't know what a Game Gear looks like? I, I, I'm not, I'm not, What? who are you even? But, okay. <laughs> Okay, it looked like uh,
1: okay, I, was, you know a, I was I was a PC kid. Remember this? I was a okay, PC fine, kid. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Join me late.
0: Okay, you know how a Game Boy? Okay, the only analogy I can think of for for the Sega handhelds were you know how a Game Boy is essentially portrait. Okay, Sega console handhelds were landscape.
1: Yeah, sixteen by nine <laughs> or whatever it was.
0: <laughs> no, I mean like the handheld. It was like you held it lengthwise. That's what it looked like compared to the Game Boy. The Game mm. Boy was a vertical thing that you held. And the Mega Jet was essentially, it was not a portable, but it looked like a handheld without a screen. Because it was designed for people to play on Japan Airlines on those little screens on the chair in front of you. Mm. Okay. And I don't know where my parents were able to find one, but these things go for like $400 now on eBay. It's ridiculous. Wow. Okay. So the reason that we couldn't finish X-Men, okay, here's the thing. There was regional copy protection back then. So even if you had the cartridge, let's say, from the States, but the console is Japanese, you still needed a special physical adapter that you plugged like Sonic and Knuckles. You had to plug the cartridge into the adapter, and then you plug that whole monstrosity into your console. So it's jutting out of the side of, the, of, this, uh, of my Megajet, right? It's ridiculous. And the worst thing is, the only way to beat Mojo uh, in Mojo's world Uh, in the X-Men game was you have to reset the console
1: at some point. Huh? Yes, reset. Is this one of those weird Hideo Kojima tricks?
0: Yes, it was. It was exactly that. No, wait. No, okay. We we could beat Mojo. It was Magneto, I think, that we couldn't beat. It was something like that because you had to do exactly the Hideo Kojima thing. You had to unplug the controllers. But in this case... Since I had that Japan Airlines thing, the console was the controller. I had nothing to unplug. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> so we could never finish that freaking X-Men game. We should
1: we should get you an emulator so you can play that game all over again. <laughs> Scream <No>. that shit.
0: <laughs> no, I've tried before. That game only that game runs purely on nostalgia. And then you try it now, you'd be like, what the hell was I thinking? It wasn't because <laughs> of the aesthetic. It wasn't because of the, the look of it, because it looks... Straight out of ninth early nineties, Jim Lee X-Men, but the the platforming was awful. The hit detection was wonky. The sound <laughs> effects were, you know, they were more suggestions than anything else. <laughs> I mean, the X-Men, the, Kon- X, the Konami X-Men games on, on on the SNES were just infinitely better. But you know, I didn't have one back then.
1: All right, let's, 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 let's talk about some more positive experiences. You know, okay, okay, you know, fine. Uh, yeah, like, uh, what I want to talk about is, like, did you ever play uh, Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction?
0: No, but that sounds incredible. It is, I'm, it I, is. No pun intended, no pun intended, but that sounds exactly <laughs> what I would be looking for in a Hulk game.
1: Oh, man, you got to pick this up. It's available, I think, for, it's available for PS2 or Xbox. Uh, regu- Xbox regular. Uh, So, even though it's not easy to find those consoles these days, it's at the very least, like, you know, you got to stand a better chance of emulating it somehow or maybe, you know, activating it through some kind of weird backwards compatibility program. But anyway, Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Yeah, that was a game where the premise was, the, the plot premise was that Bruce Banner would put on a device that would, like, allow him to voluntarily transform into the Hulk, but also still retain his, like, mental faculties and uh, g- goofy premise aside the whole game was famous for just having tons of destructive uh possibilities you were it was like it was the ultimate hulk power fantasy because previous hulk games what they would do is they would make it so that you were a hulk very rarely and you were very often weak bruce banner and it's like well i didn't come here to like sneak around laboratories and only once in a while, maybe possibly get to be the Hulk. I came yeah, here to no, be the Hulk. No, nobody buy and... the Hulk
0: game to be Bruce Banner.
1: <laughs> exactly. Otherwise, it would be called Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. That's the that would be the logo. You know what I mean? But that, uh, that
0: that's like making a Batman game where you spend you know half the game in board meetings as Bruce Wayne.
1: Well, you spend half the time as Bruce Wayne, and they're very very excellent. Uh, a Batman a Telltale series for uh, uh, the, 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 the point and click sort of like narrative adventure game. But that's neither here nor there. Check it out, though. No, uh, no, I, no, I have, have <laughs> I have it on Switch.
0: I like that. I actually do. I like that yeah, game. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty cool, mm-hmm. right? Wait, but, yeah. but tell me more yeah. about Bruce Banner, the Bruce Banner simulator.
1: Uh, well, the Hulk simulator. So as Hulk, uh, you were in an open world sandbox most of the time. So you could go around the city and tear out lampposts and use them to play golf. Uh, with 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 sold with the soldiers who are hunting you. Uh, there's this one mini game where a helicopter is flowing fly- is hovering above a building, and you as Hulk just watch the soldiers like jump down, and then you whack them with the lamppost and see how far you can knock them. This uh, actually sounds
0: like fun, and I don't know how I haven't played this. I just googled <laughs> it. Apparently, get- it was on PlayStation Two.
1: Yeah, and you can get. You can get cars and wrap them around your fists and turn them into power gloves and stuff like that, or you can rip a car door and put it in the ground and search. How, surf, how skate, did surf I never it. play this game?
0: This is ridiculous.
1: It's incredible. I I need a sequel to this game right away. What the actual hell? The only Hulk game that
0: I can remember playing was um, the Incredible Hulk, also on the Sega Genesis. Where the only good thing about <laughs> it was the transformation from Hulk into from Banner into Hulk.
1: I'm sensing a trend here where in the Sega Genesis is, a home, is home for a lot of Marvel games. I mean, I know there's some good <laughs> Spider-Man games on that one. Oh, but, right. You know. <laughs> that was the, that's
0: where we, my brother and I, we played, we played our first Spider-Man game. I mean, I think it was the first Spider-Man game for that's, Sega Genesis. Um, I believe that's
1: the one with a good wall crawling, right? It's
0: had decent wall crawling. And you also had a photography feature where you could make money if you were able to get pictures of Spider-Man with his enemies. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. you would be you would get a score at the end of the stage if you were able to get a good shot. Usually we would try and get the picture like right before engaging them in a fight because once the fight started, there would be no time to take pictures. Mm-hmm. 3 point landing. Oh man. Old school. You know what I wish that I could have finished that I never did was yeah. the X-Men arcade game. Oh, that was beautiful! For everybody who doesn't know, the X Men arcade game allowed you—and I am not kidding—you and four friends, if your arcade was willing to splurge for the machine. Um, you yeah, so there's, and,
1: two, there's a two-player cabinet and a four-player cabinet version of this, right? No,
0: there was a six-player
1: version too. Oh, really? Sorry. Whoa! Yes, sorry, <laughs> you and
0: five friends. You and five friends, um, or, stranger. as, or strangers, or strangers <laughs> would play as. Any of the Claremont Byrne era X Men, so Cyclops had his skull cap, you know. Wolverine was in brown, I think. Uh, this is from the 80s, but the game came out, I think, in the early 90s or the like. It was, 1992, it, 1992, It was based on the art designs for Pride of the X Men, the failed pilot for the first, for the X Men animated series. It was a failed pilot for what became the X Men animated series. Mm -mm. um wolverine had this god-awful australian accent um cyclops was voiced by the guy who played duke on gi joe um it was just very very cheesy that pilot and they revamped the entire thing when it came time to make the actual show Mm -mm. and um but konami had already made an arcade game based on it because they thought it was going to be a big hit
1: Mm. So, yeah, I remember that's the game that has Magneto saying "Welcome to die." Am I right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, <and laughs> welcome Professor to X, die. And you start the game with Japan. Professor X telling you to X-Men save the city.
1: <laughs> that
0: was great. It was a side-scrolling beat-up. X-Men
1: about. saved X-Men save the city because you're like fucking Ninja Turtles or something. <laughs> But yeah, that
0: was that was fun. That was a side-scrolling beat 'em up where you could use all the X-Men powers and then you'd have super moves, ultimate desperation moves, I mean, and that would just take out everybody on the map and it had it had Wolverine, it had Cyclops, it had Colossus, it had Storm. I, I think it had Nightfaller. It had Dazzler for some reason. Was it, or yeah, that 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 was that was incredible because if you guys could imagine, if your if your arcade was willing to spend for the four player or the six player version, um, the 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 arcade cabinet, the machine had two screens side by side and they were synced, like like you do with your monitors now, um, like what programmers have at their workstations. There were two screens and they were synced, so you could you know the action was like um a widescreen experience and it would often be the loudest thing in the arcade and the lines are ridiculous but yeah that was great and i never finished it because i never had enough money to finish it and i never went to the arcade <laughs> often enough
1: <laughs> oh my god but
0: i remember 10 years ago i had the app on my ipad i got the i had the app and then it expired uh, they stopped supporting it for some reason
1: oh so they made an app version of this very, they like, deported. did they did they they ported it to iOS or something. Yes, they did.
0: They did. And I think it was also on the PlayStation Network. Wow. But I, they took it down. I don't know why they would take it down because are people are still looking for it now. I don't well, know. His,
1: well, historically speaking, uh, Marvel games uh, th- tend to not be like, they're not worth the licenses they're printed on, so to speak. <laughs> what I'm saying is that they tend to get taken down very often when the people who made the games or published the games lose the, the rights to the characters. Uh, this is something that happens a lot to Activision. Like, Activision published many Spider-Man games like Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, Spider-Man Web of Shadows, and uh, Spider-Man uh, The Edge of Time. And those games aren't no longer available on the digital platforms that they were released on because Activision doesn't have the rights to sell them. Oh, man,
0: now that you mention it, I adored the first Spider-Man game on PS1. That, I, that think was... we just
1: tur- I think we just turned this entire episode into Spider-Man games, the episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, we started out by saying there weren't very many memorable Marvel games, but now we just seem to be churning them out. But, uh, well, it's um, 20 years, yeah, right? Spider-Man 1 and 2 on the PS1 were brilliant. And uh,
1: they, they I were. not about number two. I don't know about number two uh, and uh, Spider-Man 2 colon Enter Electro.
0: No, the first one is better where you're fighting Dr. Octopus.
1: Yeah, I mean, spoilers for a 20-year-old video game, but Dr. (laughs) Octopus merges with the symbiote and that's fucking wild.
0: (laughs) It really is. It was also um, traumatizing if you were fighting him in a boss battle. But yes, I remember that was the first game where I actually felt like Spider-Man because you could swing around the city. It wasn't entirely open world. And half the it time was open roof. Uh, it was open
1: roof. I call it open <laughs> roof gameplay because that's you couldn't right. go down to the ground. If you if you if you managed to fall or swing beneath a certain level, it was insta death. You know, because because the game could they didn't they couldn't afford to render the streets below.
0: <laughs> that's true. In fact, you couldn't even see the streets below half the time because yeah, a fog. Uh, My- Mysterio had covered the city in a mysterious fog, and but the cool I mean, thing about it was. You would have Stan Lee narrating the game, telling you about the mysterious fog,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and it just added to its charm. Um, man, that was that was a fun game. Yeah, Electro Enter Electro was kind of disappointing, but I think they kicked it up a notch again when they came out with the adaptation of the first Spider-Man movie, the Tobey Maguire Sam Raimi one.
1: Yeah, that one, the first one was not so hot, but the second but one, the, the second is the one, one is, right? Yeah, it's one that's bl- considered legendary.
0: I played that on PC, and it blew my mind. Now, that one, you you had the city streets. You had the open world. It wasn't the... I mean, it had... Some people still say it had the best web swinging up until the PS4 Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. Now, I want to ask you a question, and I think we're almost out of time, but I want to ask you a question. Which, which, which Marvel game was, objectively speaking, bad, but you had to finish it anyway? <laughs> objectively bad, but
0: I had to finish it. Or at, anyway. least you, or at least you
1: played it way more than it deserved.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't know. Because I, mm. I enjoyed Deadpool, even if it got repetitive, just because it was funny.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you about mine. And you, you will, you will see this you will see this a mile coming. You will see this so, so like a mile, a mile coming.
0: Are you going to say the Avengers arcade game port? No.
1: On the, the Nancy- video game, the video game based on the Fantastic Four movie. I hate you so much. Why are we on that again? You. S- oh,
0: we were never supposed to talk about the Fantastic Four movie again.
1: <laughs> well, at least at least it's a video game based on the Fantastic Four movie that starred that starred Jon Griffith and Jessica Alba and Michael Chiklis and Chris Evans and Chris because Evans. Was, yeah, because because if there was a video game that was based on the one that starred Miles Teller. I would like hurl that into the sun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, tell me, why did you give this game so much attention? Because
1: I was 21 and I was dumb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't care what age you were. I'm pretty sure you would have played it anyway. Honestly, I would.
1: I would. I, would un- I, I was really. I was really all for like collecting all the orbs around the various levels, <laughs> so Lord. that I could unlo- So that I could unlock the behind-the-scenes movie extras that came with the game. Right, right. <laughs> that let that let, you, that let you watch video interviews exclusively recorded for the video game. <laughs> Ooh, ah! <laughs> I know, okay. right? I look. My, my shtick is that I'm just so desperately, so pathetically desperate for any kind of representation of the Fantastic <laughs> Four as a legitimate, not A class brand, but at least a, within the B class tier. Of all I, the other of of, of the Spider Men's the X Men's and what have you, I have a so question. I would though. take anything. Did did, yeah? did it have their voices? Oh yes, it did. In fact, I was <laughs> going to make a wise crack about that, about how the thing that the only thing that Marvel had going for itself during the MCU era of uh, with of Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor video games is that the actors were contractually obligated to provide their voices. So man, what? it is so different. Right. Isn't it so depressing when you play that Captain America video game and there's Chris Evans being like, here I am. I did not know they game. were
0: contractually obligated. I thought they picked up a nice big fat paycheck for pl- taking part because there was no other justification for it. I, I think it comes bundled with the paycheck. Oh, I guess. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my goodness. Ooh, you know what I love? Absolutely adore that's underrated or underplayed these days.
1: Wolverine. Uh, that?
0: The only good thing to come out Of that Wolverine Origins movie Was the video game based on it
1: I hear that one is quite a legend <laughs> No, I'm not being
0: sarcastic It really is good Because it's got Hugh Jackman as Wolverine Which I know is enough to turn a lot of people off uh, the, the pure, It turns off A lot of purists when I say that But they absolutely have to give this game A try, the Wolverine Origins video game it's It has
1: battle a, damage
0: But It's based on a shit movie but yes, it had battle damage. The more Wolverine gets beat up, you can see his, you can see the blood, the muscles, the bone tissue um, knitting itself back together. It was the most brutal. It's the only game where I actually felt like I was Wolverine. Because unlike that god-awful Wolverine Origins movie, this one was rated a hard R. It was as violent, as bloody as you would imagine and wish a Wolverine game to be. It had I Hugh Jackman voicing it. And it was actually set in a movie version of Days of Future Past. But the entire game takes place as a flashback. And Mm -hmm. it is the most brutal, bloody thing you've ever seen with a Marvel name attached to it. The kind of thing that would never come out now. And the kind of movie they would never have made 10 years ago.
1: This is one of those games that I hear a lot about and I really, really desperately want to play it whenever I... You know, uh, if if ever the opportunity arises, so I don't know any. I don't I don't have any personal experience with this game, but I know it's quite legendary uh, for all of the things that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do th- recall though that it's not Hugh Jackman who did the voice, but it was oh, not? Steve. It. It, it was Steve Blum who does a lot of like Wolverine voices. Uh, in but they did get the likenesses for. I believe leave Schreiber and Hugh Jackman, like, they scanned their faces in for that one.
0: No kidding. I, I, th- what? No, but I mean, I'm, no, wait. I got, no, it's gotta be Hugh Jackman who voiced him.
1: I'm gonna double check for ya. Yeah, I'm gonna double check just in case I'm absolutely full of shit here. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I am, I am gonna typey type X-Men Origins Wolverine under Moby Games. Yeah, Thank this you. was on, resource.
0: this was on Xbox 360 and the P- PS3. I think there was a bad version on PS2. It was really lame. But the Xbox 360 and was the just the absolute bloodiest thing you've ever seen. If you have a chance to try this out, I hardly recommend it. Yeah. Uh What can you say about the upcoming Avengers game? I mean, this looks to be... I mean, aside from Spider-Man from 2018, this looks to be the first um, AAA title we're going to get in the MCU. Okay, not the MCU, but it looks very similar.
1: Before I continue, I want to let you know that I have egg on my face now, and you are absolutely correct. It is, in fact, Hugh Jackman who Right? See? It was!
0: (laughs) I mean, he really... I mean, for all... I mean, he's not... (laughs) comic accurate but you know you cannot argue that he did not love being being low I think what
1: I, I think what I appreciate about his performance for the X-Men Origins Wolverine game is that he adjusts his vocal register to be more comicky cartoony which I think is a sign of respect for what he's trying to do for the material
0: Absolutely, no as argument. opposed to being
1: a movie, movie, yeah. Uh, but sorry, you you were asking me a question. I'm so sorry. You're asking me. A no, question I was about asking.
0: I mean, you've seen the gameplay. You've seen the trailers. You've seen the presentation for the upcoming Marvel Avengers game from uh, Crystal Dynamics.
1: Uh, yeah, Crystal Dynamics uh, and Square Enix. Yeah, um, are,
0: are we are we are we gonna are we in for a good time? Does it look like it's going to be a good time? Because I mean, uh, I'm still I'm, I'm still <laughs> not a fan of the designs.
1: I'm not a fan of the art design. I'm not a fan of like uh, this kind of like, okay, so the Marvel adventure games is looking to shape up like some kind of live service style game wherein um, there's a single player campaign. There's a, you know, and there's a multiplayer component that allows you to just keep on grinding and keep on playing, you know, missions over and over and over again to get better loot. And I'm not a fan of that format. I don't think it's inherently exciting. You know, there are only so many hours in the day I have, to play video games, and so many video games I want to play, that I don't want to be married to a single video game over the course of several months, and, you know, that's, that's I just don't have the heart for that. Now, whether the game is going to be any good, I don't know, it looks kind of sketchy. We're going to find out soon, because uh, uh, June 29, you're going to show more of the game again, and in mid-August, we're going to get an open beta. Wait, what do you
0: mean June 29? Sorry, it's already we're get, July.
1: Yeah, sorry, a, a closed beta, and then an open beta later for the, oh, for, for the game. Oh, jeez. Okay, well... Sorry, did you say June or did I say July? You July 29th. You said June.
0: July. I don't know. Maybe maybe the press conference is... We need a time machine to attend it, but yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, don't, yeah. I, don't, I I would love to play a decent Avengers game. I mean, just, just the sheer scope of their powers and the way they could play off each other sounds like it would make a perfect game. But I, I have not seen anything from this one that gives me confidence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe I want to think that I'm wrong about this because when Spider-Man, when Insomniac Games Spider-Man was unveiled to the world at one of the Sony conferences, yeah. I was actually kind of skeptical. Oh, well, yeah. Same here. That's true. I was, like, not to I, I, I was skeptical, but most not because I thought the game looked bad, but more like it looked like it needed. It was good in the ways that it was expected to be good. Do you know what I mean? Like I was looking yes. at it thinking, all He's right, like
0: the bare minimum for this character.
1: yeah exactly and then and they showed a lot of scenes which had quick time events where you press buttons to save people and all that Mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. and lots of these scripted sequences and i was like look if all you can show me is scripted sequences and not dynamic gameplay i can't be excited about that and in the case of marvel's adventures i feel like they're showing us all this like combat and they're showing us all this loot and all that stuff but what if what if I'm wrong and actually the whole experience like from beginning to end is just something that's great that they can't afford to show us because they're trying to minimize spoilers. They're trying to minimize, you know, the surprise. Oh, sorry, maximize cool. the surprise.
0: Well, I think that we're going gonna to have to look, take, Yeah, we're going to have to go into this the same way that um, I actually go into movies. Um, I go into the theater. I am always hoping for the best because nobody wants to see a thing. <laughs> nobody wants to see a flop, honestly. And when it comes to characters that are as beloved as this or as popular as this now because of the MCU, I think that the publisher has a responsibility to um, put out something good. We are way past the days when good cover art would be enough to cover up for a game's (laughs) faults. you know? We are way past that. And we're also way past the early Xbox 360 days where Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man were glorified mobile ports
1: yeah yeah i mean okay so well first of all i want to say that the difference between a, a movie and a, and, a, and a video game and i say this as someone who loves to defend video games up the wazoo is that video games are a 60 dollars experience and not a 10 dollars right. you know, <laughs> appointment with the cinema uh, okay. but we'll see we'll see i mean i'm gonna start see if i can pull some strings uh because as uh, our listeners might not know i write and contribute to a site called TooMuchGaming.net, so I'm going to see if I can uh, ask for an in on some of the preview events or the closed betas, and we'll see. Yeah,
0: I have my fingers crossed, because I imagine that there is plenty of fun to be had in a game where you can fling Captain America's mighty shield or you know wield Thor's <laughs> hammer. I
1: caught that. I, I know, I know <laughs> uh, who you said there.
0: Hey, if you want to person the uh, song, I'm not going to stop you.
1: Uh, let's spare the listeners my singing voice but may I
0: just say (laughs) I I take it as a personal failing on my part that I did not play a game where the Hulk could wrap cars around his hands and use them as
1: boxing gloves (laughs) at least watch a Let's Play for some fun tonight
0: (laughs) I don't know how I missed it (laughs) um yeah so I think that's about all the time we have for today um let us know in the comments what your favorite Marvel video games were I'm sorry let us know in the comments what your favorite Marvel video games are and whether or not you're excited for the upcoming Avengers video game.
1: I, guys, uh, guys, you know, all of you who are listening, I got my own personal question you got to talk to me about, which is let me know which game you're embarrassed to have, to have played. You know what I mean? Like, 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 wear that shame with pride. Tell me, you know, which god-awful Marvel game you played more than it deserved. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to remember, but I don't know. I mean, oh, okay. I know what it is. I know what it is. It's not, it's not so much that I was ashamed by it, but something that I thought was incredibly overrated, and I know I'm going to get dragged over the coals for this. Do it. Maximum carnage in the SNES. Oh, yeah. No, that's god awful. <laughs> I only played it. Okay. The marketing for that game was incredible. I remember seeing ads for that in every major comic book in the early 90s. But when I not, finally, in DC, g- not in a DC comic. <laughs> not in a DC comic. But when I finally
1: picked up that game,
0: I picked it up like I think in the late nineties or the early two thousands. I was like, this is it? Uh, <sighs>
1: uh, and, and I, I that
0: it had amazing box art.
1: <laughs> and I think that is an episode.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Fuck it, eh? Max A. Maximum Carnage. What the hell? <laughs> why did they spend so much money selling that piece of crap? But oh. what the hell? I I vaguely recall Hulk Ultimate Destruction. I know what the box art looks like. I don't know why I never picked it up. I think because it came out around the time it's that. Three Point Landing is recorded at Big Baby Studios. Follow us on Facebook at Three Point Landing PH.